there and welcome to this week's edition of the broadcast with me Paul Johnson. I hope you're good, I hope you're well. God, it's a bit nippy, isn't it? Ah, it's good though, it's good. We love a bit of cold weather and there's meant to be an Arctic blast coming. So that'd be exciting, won't it? A nice Arctic blast. But years ago when I went fishing and all the rivers were muddied up and you know, you couldn't see the bottom of the river and it was muddy and horrible. I used to sit there thinking, I'm not going to catch anything like this. How wrong was I? Because a muddy, fast-flowing river means barbel. Those big, dirty, fast, water-dwelling beasts that lurk in our fast-flowing rivers. Those beautiful barbel around the rivers across the UK. And in our Tackle on Test feature this week, we have another great rule from the Shakespeare Company. That is the Shakespeare Agility Surfcaster 80. That's the reel we'll be looking at, and I took that on the beach to see how I got on with that. So welcome along, one and all, to this week's Rodcast. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Okay, well now, Tackalong Test is upon us on the Rodcast this week. And I was very pleased to have a nice little delivery of a brand new reel to me just yesterday. And out of the box came this beautiful looking Shakespeare Agility Beach Casting Reel. Now I always bang on about my chunky fixed balls and how much I like them. So I was pleased to get this, especially now coming into that time of the year when we start looking at the sort of bigger chunky reels that we can go fishing up the beach with and that can be relied upon. But as always with Shakespeare, I spoke about the company history of Shakespeare a couple of weeks back on the Rodcast. So they're a very long established company and what they're brilliant at is making reels that come in at a great price point with a great high quality. And they've been doing that for years back going back to the Shakespeare intrepid days and Shakespeare early day multipliers that they brought out for the sea fishing genre. And they are a very good company. So out I got it from the box and on first impressions it looks very nice. Lovely colour. Again, like the Shakespeare rod that I tested um, a little while back on the Rodcast, it has that lovely blue-black colouring. So this reel in particular has a nice black casing. Uh, and then round the rim 
of the spool is a nice, almost like a cobalt electric blue line. And that's also features on the bottom of the spool where it clips into the real body. As I say, they're inexpensive, uh, as in all Shakespeare stuff, really. It really does convince with its inner values at the top price performance ratio. They are tailored to the agility surf rods that are available as well. So the perfect match for this reel would be a Shakespeare agility. And maybe that's something we can look at next week, the agility beach casters that are also just coming out onto the market now for 2022. Um, the reel is available in two sizes. There's an Agility 70, uh, which is a slightly smaller surf reel. And like all things, I like my reels to be big and chunky for the beach. So the one I've got, luckily enough, and the one I would always prefer, is the Agility 80. A great thing about this is if you're loading line on this 0.40mm line, you're going to get 320 metres. So that's plenty of line plenty of room to cast plenty of room to put a nice shock leader on it and also if you put braid on this then also you're going to get a lot more line on this which is well over and above what you'll ever need if you're fishing with this reel off of the beach or off of the rocks or even which i think it's really well suited for off of a pier and the breaking force is 10 kilograms the ratio is really good it's a 431 which is pretty much as standard and it only weighs 760 grams. So whilst it's on your rod, I can imagine, and when I do put it on my rod, it's not going to be a heavy reel to carry around the beach when you're fishing or on the pier, especially on the pier where you're casting quite more often than you would do on the beach. Um, it's got six ball bearings and one roller bearing. They say that these reels are completely and utterly sealed, specially tailored for the saltwater market. So when you're fishing in the surf and on the sea air, and the salt they're not going to get affected by this the, the ball bearings and the workings are well protected by its casing and um, it's got two aluminium spools one which comes with it is very nice it matches the reel the other one's a bit plain don't quite know why they did that they, the spare spool's quite boring looking uh, it's still made out of good quality materials but you would have thought they would have just given you two the same very strange but either way um it's a spare spool which is what you need the handle is reversible, which is always a bonus. I'm a bit cack-handed. I tend to use my right arm to turn my reel and my left arm to hold my rod, uh, which people think is weird. But the thing is, I do it that way because it. <laughs> years ago when I used to fish with really cheap and nasty gear, I needed a good right hand to turn my cheap reels that I used to buy when I was a kid. And it kind of stuck with me. Um, a lot of people look at me and they go, yeah, use the right hand on the rod and your left hand to turn the reel. I don't hold with that. I am happy fishing with my rod arm being my left arm and my right being the reel turner. But it doesn't matter because you can reverse this on this reel, which is dead hand. And the handle is nice. It's high quality EVA, a handle knob. It's got the two cord clips on it. Suitable for salt water, as we say. And what I like about it, it's got a nice large bracket in the line roller. In other words, the bail arm where the, the line goes through is nice and chunky and it allows you to easily fish with 20 pound 25 pound mono if you wanted to which is a, a great thing uh, material is graphite uh, which is good and the handle changes over which is nice as well now when i got this up the beach i was so keen to use it i actually partnered it with my fairly stiff leader riptide rod which i use for my fixed spool fishing because i i really like the feel of it with fixed spool it's quite a stiff rod in the middle and i can really throw this out so i'm thinking maybe this reel might benefit from use on a slightly softer rod but we'll find out how it rolls when i put it
so I went up the beach, up to Denjmarsh Beach. Um, nice day, cold, fresh day. Not much wind, which was nice. Uh, it was quite a calm day, actually, which is rarity down where I live, I can tell you. Um, it fitted on the real seat very well. Um, the Shakespeare do make things a pretty standard size, so you've got no worries about, all. Oh, is my real seat going to screw up and do it tight enough to give me confidence? Not a problem at all. It sat on my rod, real seat, very, very comfortably and very comfortably indeed it felt. The stem on this has got a nice little curve in it so that when you're holding the line against this, it's a nice little bit to just locate your finger holding the line, which I really do like as well. It's one of the things about fixed ball helps if you've got that curvature to the stem. Uh, one thing Diawa are very good at, just where you're holding the line against your reel underneath your rod there, it's nice to have that curvature in order to really sort of ping that bait out especially in the cold wet weather. So once fitted to my rod, I could actually get a feel of how this was going to be. And it didn't feel very heavy at all. It's not a heavy reel, doesn't feel cumbersome in any way at all. And I used it loaded with 20 pound line and a 50 pound shock leader. Um, maybe a little bit light for the conditions as we go into the cod and whiting season, but I just wanted to give it a good chance to see how this reel is going to perform. So with 20 pound mono and a 50 pound shock leader, five ounce weight, uh, which was a breakaway, and I fished with a simple one up, one down paternoster rig that I had, uh, loaded with lugworm and a little bit of squid. And I thought, here we go, we're going to get some whiting. Either way, what I did that for is I wanted to get a feel of how that reel is going to cast with a two hook trace on it which is something a lot of people use. Quite often it's easier, I find, to fish with a single hook running trace or a panel rig, especially if I'm out bassing or I'm out in the cod whiting type season. Uh, it's less to cast and therefore it's better fill with one hook flying out as opposed to two with swivels spinning round and everything. The two hook paternoster, one up, one down, or a scratch rig as people tend to call it, worked really well. Uh, the first cast was just an overhead thump. I just wanted to see how that line comes off of the reel. Uh, and don't forget, with any fixed ball, you need to top that right up. So with me, my shock leader tends to be literally almost falling off right to the top of the reel where the lip curves under uh, is where you want to be with your line. If you have it any less than that, then it's got to slow the line down. If you've got a spool that's not quite full, um, when you cast, you're slowing down it by waiting that line flicking around by your empty bit of spool at the top. So in order to get the cast underway fast, it's good to have your line topped up right to the top of any fixed spool you use, which this was. And it really did fly. Not a problem at all. My rod handled it well, flew out and the line lay came off very nicely. I was watching it as it flew off of the spool and it came off very nicely. The one thing I noticed straight away is the very snappy bail arm automatically snaps back over, which is really handy. I'm not really into reels. You have to remember to put your bail arm over. There's not many of them about, but some reels don't have that automatic uh, snatch back over and that's annoying. Quite often it's another thing you have to think about. I just like to cast, give me reel a couple of turns, the bail arm flips over and then I can put it in my rod rest and start actually fishing without worrying about worrying about putting a bail arm over and things like that. So uh, put it in my rod rest and very nicely sat there. Um, looks good on the rod. Um, looks good on the rod rest actually. Very smart looking rod, almost stealth in its black colouring with its blue ring around the top of the spool and around the bottom of the spool where it meets the reel. Uh, it wasn't long before I had a couple of knocks. I knew what it was. It's whiting time and it's full of them. Uh, so a little knock on that. 
uh, real dang. And two whiting I had on in, in my first cast. That's what you get for using lug topped with a bit of squid, I guess. Uh, but it handled these quite nice. There wasn't tiny whiting. There was quite a fair size. Um, and it pulled them in very well. You could feel the fish moving through the handle of the rod, which is always a bonus. I, you know, you're not muscling a fish in so much that you don't know what's going on. This reel kind of put me in touch with these two whiting flapping about um, all over the sea in different directions. Uh, baited up again. This time I changed to a single trace, a single running trace. So I wanted to give it a bit more of a thump. I wanted to try an off the ground cast and just see how this reel really does perform when you start putting it under pressure to do a bigger cast. And I must say, I handled it very well. I really heaved it out on an off-the-ground cast, timed it right. The way it flew out, this is a five-ounce weight, don't forget, 150 grams, really did go nicely. The line flew off, even though I'd reeled it in once, which is always a good sign. The line lay on this reel is good, and it keeps it nice and neat. So therefore, your next cast is going to be just as smooth as the other. The reel felt smooth, it felt strong uh, when I tightened up and tightened up and waited and it wasn't too long, it was about half an hour I suppose before I got a slightly bigger knot um, and luckily enough to catch a nice bass on this one, it wasn't huge, just about three pounds but that was interesting to see how that reel handled that bass and it did handle it very well pulling it in, I could feel the fish again through the reel. Um, I was quite impressed with it. The grip felt comfortable. The bail arm flips over. It's basically doing what Shakespeare do very well, and that is having and um, designing and creating a reel which does the job. And it does the job for a pretty good price as well. I can't really fault it. Um, the only thing I'll say is the drag at the front is a little bit whingy. It feels a little bit tinny when you adjust that drag, but maybe that's just the, the ratcheting within the reel. It doesn't feel that bad. It's just according... Uh, Compared with a lot of reels of this size, it feels a little bit a little bit crispier, if you like, if that's the word. And the uh, automatic lock-off at the back, which leaves your reel to free run forward and backwards without putting the ratchet to stop it going backwards, is quite nice. A little bit cheap, but it's a plastic handle. wouldn't risk it too much, that little lever at the back. Um, in time, I would think that would be one of the little faults with this. I don't know why they couldn't have uh, put maybe a metal one on there. But either way... It felt okay and it did its job. It released quite easily and it was easily uh, reachable and it was easily reachable to flick back over. So if you're playing a fish and you wanted to give it a bit by letting your reel free flow and give that fish some line, you can actually do that by turning your reel backwards as well. Agile by nature, agility by name. Um, it was a very nice reel, um, very smooth, uh, very light. It felt very strong and as I say, I do like that chunky bail arm lean there where that line goes through the roller is very nice indeed i fished on with it for a couple of hours no problem at all it really felt good in the hand the brilliant thing about this um, is actually the price you can get these for around about 40 to 50 quid recommended retail they say is at 75 pound there's so many shops doing these so many online outlets that are doing these if you shop around a bit you can probably get this for about 45 to 50 quid also with free delivery if you look a bit carefully as well but it's a good reel it's accessible that's what the great thing about shakespeare gear i mean they've been in in business since 1897 so they should know their stuff and i do like shakespeare because if you're on a budget and you don't want to spend a fortune but you want a good reel to go beach fishing with in the winter the agility surfcaster 80 could well be worth looking at and at that price point i suppose with christmas coming up could make a nice christmas present as well so i would highly recommend it 
good old Shakespeare, they do the business once again. And that is your tackle on tests for this week on the Rodcast. That is your Shakespeare agility. Sir Peter. Hello and welcome to A to Z of Men, a brand new podcast that helps explain, well, men. Each week, myself, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. We take on a different letter of the alphabet. What? In order? Yeah, in order. We will find a word that best describes men that starts with that letter. So it's basically like a guide. Like a guide, yeah, that's correct. Well, this will really help me explain myself to the wife. We tackle topics such as mental health, stereotypes, and stupid things us men do. Don't forget sex. Oh, and sex. Plus, you can send in your words, stories, and, well, anything to A2Z, it's the number two, A2Z of men at gmail.com, or follow us on Instagram and TikTok at A2Z of men. So join us each Wednesday as we create the A to Z of men. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Well, now it's time to talk species on our podcast. And as we get into the late autumn, before that really, really cold weather sets in, it's a great little window of opportunity to start looking for some barbel. Now, barbel are a wonderful fish. They fight well, they're beautiful to look at, and you can actually fish for barbel with very similar tactics to carp equipment, which is always a bonus. It's quite an adaptable way to fish, because if you're used to fishing for carp, many of the tactics that you would use for carp can easily be applied to barbel fishing, i.e. the running ledger, for instance, the boily baits, uh, the hair rigs, very, very similar to catching carp. 
So before we tell you how to catch them or try and help you catch them, let's talk about these wonderful fish, the barbel. I mean, if you ask anybody which species they would rather love to catch, and barbel, barbus, barbus would be the choice of many. Um, it's a beautifully bronzed fish. It's got a lovely greeny bronze colour to it and it's prized for its beauty, um, but most importantly, it's it's praised and prized for its fighting qualities. If you hook a barbel, you really do know you've got one on, and they do really fight well. And um, the powerful nature of this fish means a strong rod and a strong line is definitely something you're going to need. Definitely going to need a decent carp rod here. Definitely going to need 10 to 12 pound line. I'll tell you about that. A little bit later on but usually these fish are a lovely golden bronze similar to the carp in color sometimes some of the common carp type color but more golden and more bronzy they fade round to a creamy white color on their belly and their fins have got a reddish tinge uh, a reddy brown tinge which are really pretty in themselves um, and sometimes they even go to be in a bit orange depending where they're feeding and where they live very small barbel can often be confused with gudgeon they've got the same sort of body shape as a gudgeon actually um, but the fact that barbel have four barbels around their mouth and gudgeon only have two makes them very easy if you look at them very carefully when you catch them you're going to know which is a barbel and which is a gadget. Beautiful, sleek, slim line shaped fish, very fast. And Barbel actually loved fast flowing weir pools and fast flowing rivers and places where there's lots of nice branches and trees that are down so they can hide behind. And the British record of Barbel is 21 pounds one ounces, and that was in 2015. The lateral line scale count of these is 55 to 65 and this is a dark row of scales along the central length of the fish's body. They live for about 15 to 20 years and we love them because they're very pretty looking and they're very, very hard fighters as well. So how do we catch these beasts? Some of the best places to catch these around the River Severn, the River Trent, the Kennet and the Avon Canal. To Reading stretch is also worth a try. Predominantly, barbel tend to dwell in eastern rivers in the UK. As I say, the River Wye is another good barbel spot and the River Severn, but that's mainly because they've been stocked in the past, whereas there never used to be barbel there. They have been put into that river and they're flourishing in that river. Getting towards Scotland, they're not so many. They're very, very rare to catch. And also in the southeast, very rare that you catch a barbel. In the southeast, there might be one or two spots around the Canterbury River, the Stour, but mainly they're eastern river dwellers. So you have to travel a bit to catch this wonderful fish. So tactic-wise, what do we do? How do we catch them? What sort of gear do we need? Well, really, as I mentioned earlier, and they're very similar to catching carp. So really the great thing about barbel is, yes, you need a strong rod. I would say something between 10, 12 foot, maybe a 14 foot river rod, um, a ledgering rod, something along the lines of a carp rod, which has got the power to handle these big fish, but also got a decent test curve so that you can actually play these fish without jolting it around too much. Because they feed very similar to carp, it's quite easy to transfer your carp gear over to barbel gear because really you're looking at a 10 to 12 pound line and you're looking at a hook line length of about 8 to 10 pound slightly lower than your main line and the tactics are quite easy as well you can either do a feeder rig which means that you pack a feeder full of bait and then lay that down by your hook on the bottom of the river or you can do a ledger now a running ledger is perfect for barbel because it allows the, the bait to trail around whilst being really on or near the bottom Another great thing about fishing for barbel is they can be fished for on 
hair rigs. So basically you can buy ready-made hair rigs in your tackle shop for carp. I would say though, get the extra long ones if you can, because that gives you a bit more scope, because barb will like to suck up their food from the bottom. Again, a little bit like carp in that respect. It's just that they're faster and they're a little bit more fussy than carp and they can be caught on simple ledger rigs. I fish for them on a simple running ledger. Um, but the main thing to remember about barbel is they love fast flowing, dirty, coloured water. That's when they're likely to be feeding most. Now, here's the thing. You don't want to be fishing too late in the winter because the water gets cold and they go off the feed a little bit. Likewise, you don't really want to be fishing in the summer heat for them because also they don't feed quite as well. So this little window at the moment, sort of late autumn, early winter, is a prime time to go in search of those barbel. Hence us talking about it on this week's Rodcast. The weather's cold, yes. The weather's a little got nippy in the air, which is good. There's been a lot of rain, so that basically the rivers are a little bit coloured, and any other freshwater angler would be sitting by a river, and it'd be muddied up, and they think, my God, I'm not going to catch anything here, but barbel love that. Now, they feed immensely by smell. So the best thing to do when you're barbel fishing is try and pick the smelliest baits possible. We're talking fish pellets, pepperoni, spam, fish oils, anything that can really get that barbel sniffing around your bait. And that's why the feeder technique is quite a good option because you can load your feeder full of really smelly baits, paste, hemp paste, spam paste, boilies that have high smell about them, put them all in a feeder and cast them out and get it on the bottom. And because barbel feed off the bottom, quite good to get thinking about a sinker, a bait sinker. When you first get to a place where you're looking for barbel, it's quite good to ground bait the swim with a swim feeder or a bait sinker is another good thing. Just before you tackle up, put a bait feeder on, fill it with maggots, fill it with smelly paste, let that drop down. What happens is that touches the bottom and opens up and it lays your bait on the bottom. But you've got to be quite quick because obviously on a fast flowing river, your baits do get washed away quickly. So that's very important that you have a good smelly bait so that the barbel can come sniffing around and start to take it. When you're fishing with a hair rig, it's also good to have the hair slightly longer than maybe you would think about. about half an inch or so from the actual hook because the nature of the barbel is they suck that bait up and they take the, the boilie in and then you can hook them. Spam is another great bait, the good old spam. It's cheap to buy, it smells great and another thing I've tried with these is your meaty balls, one of my carp tricks. You know these are the big meaty balls that you can get for your dogs and your pets. They're soft, they're squidgy and they're easy to insert a hook in and that's another good ledgering barbel bait. And also you can pack them into a feeder and also just put them in the water around where you're going to be fishing. Dog food again is another good thing. If you can get some really smelly dog food or cat food that actually sinks, that's another good thing because that's quite weighty. And you can throw that out to wherever you're going to put your ledger and that will sink to the bottom and hopefully hang around a little bit before it gets washed away in the current. Because remember, barbel like sort of fast flowing waters. Great place to fish for barbel is in the weir pools of the rivers and canals around the UK. They love a good weir where there's lots of oxygenation going on, lots of frothy water, lots of white waters that allows them to sniff around and look for the bait that's been disturbed on the bottom. So the, the rigs are very simple. A running ledger is good and then put a hair rig on and then you can adjust the length of that. But again with a running ledger, with a sliding ledger, the barbel's not going to feel that tension when it comes to take your bait. 
If you're going to be fishing spam, another good idea I would do is to put that on a hair rig. So thread it through like you would do a normal boilie and put the hook just outside of the square lump of, of spam because that's a way, again, the barbel can suck up and then get your hook. Regarding hook size, really you need a good strong hook for barbel because they are a strong fish. So something like a Drennan size 12 to 14 specialist barbel hooks are well worth the investment. They're not that expensive and then you know that you've got good strong hook on. And make sure you tie them well. A good blood knot with several turns. Again, a bit like you would do with a car because these fish really do pull when you've got them on. So once your bait's out on a running ledger, um, I would like to set my rod quite high in a rod rest. It's a bit like a sea fishing tactic where you'd have your rod tip up quite high and you'd watch for that knock on the top of your rod. Um, if you're holding your rod, your bite's going to be a nice tug. Um, what you have to do with barbel is strike quite quickly as well because obviously you're using big baits quite often the hooks a little bit buried and as they are quite a fast moving fish you don't want them to sort of take your bait and swim off without you striking so you have to strike quite quickly in order to hook your barbel if the river's flowing really fast i tend to cast upstream eventually your ledger will come off the bottom and it will trot back down to where you are and um, so it's always a good idea to try and ground bait even higher then you're actually casting so that the current can bring that bait down to where your bait is and just watch it watch it coming down especially if you're using a feeder it will come back down to you when it gets level with you you can reel that in and flick it back out upstream as it were is the best tactic now barbel really do love pepperoni as well that's another great bait because of the oily texture of pepperoni you can cut them into sort of half inch cubes or a bit bigger put them on a hair rig and along with some other smelly bait around that is quite irresistible you might find that you catch a few chub whilst you're uh, fishing for your barbel um, that will happen but by using a hair rig it kind of eliminates that a little bit because chub feed slightly different to the barbel they don't tend to hoover up or suck up the bait much like the barbel do so by using a hair rig you've got a better chance of eliminating chub not that we've got anything against chub we like a chub but we're talking how to catch those barbel so that is your barbel that is your species for this week it's a perfect opportunity go out and do it and be brave bear the weather and you will get the rewards of those wonderful greeny creamy barbel and that is your species for this week on the rodcast well that's all we've got time for on this week's episode of the rodcast thanks for joining us thanks for your company uh, i hope you can go out and catch some of those nice barbel now you have to be brave it's cold put on loads of coats put on a waterproof suit go searching those cold water barbels and uh, christmas is coming so why not have a little look at the nice shakespeare reel that is the way to your other half's heart Join us again next week on the Rodcast. Don't forget we're out every Thursday on your usual download platforms. And join us again next week on the Rodcast. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.